See if we remember one of the first prayers that I ever learned. Ángel de la guarda, mi dulce compañía, no me desempare de noche ni de día. That was the first prayer I learned. I remember, I think, uh, before anything. We prayed bedside. My parents taught it to me. And it's, well, fitting that we bring it up together today in this day and this feast of the holy archangels. And it's actually a compound feast, and I was looking through the missal right now because I, I got confused because I remember, at least in Italy, I remember the day before, the day after is the holy Los uh, Santos Angeles Custodes, so our guardian angels. October, yeah, in October. So I, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't find it right away. I think it used to be one day after the other uh, before in the older calendar. And so it, it's, it's very uh, significant that we bring it today because I think the angel, or what we understand as an angel, is something that gets lost in our, in our, in our modern time. We normally mark the angel as being that nice fat little child with wings. And he's nice and cute and nice and has and brings love and evokes kindness. That's Eros. That's another God. It's not an angel, at least the angel of God. No, the angel of God is always depicted, and at least what we hear in the Bible and even in art. The angel of the Lord is always mature. It's a strong being, not a weak little tiny fat being, but a strong being. Sometimes it was known as a terrible being. Terrible in that it, it well, terrifies. It draws your attention. We hear about in the Old Testament, those visitors who go to Abraham and bring the word or bring that word of God to him. There's messengers. And from there we have Sarah who bears a child when she thought she wasn't going to bear. They bring heavy news. In Sodom and Gomorrah, we hear about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah through those visitors also, who are alluded to angels of the Lord. The angel has a very strong presence. Well, we, we have one here in the back there depicted, Gabriel. And it's interesting, these archangels that we have, what their names mean. I was looking it up before because they do signify something and they're kind of common names for us. Michael, as you would say it in, in Hebrew, means one who is like God or like the presence of God. That presence of God, which is exactly what the angel is. The angel is the perfect messenger of God, so perfect that when the angel speaks, it is God's voice who's speaking and it's God who is there. And anytime you find angels in the Gospels or in, a, in, a, in the Old Testament, something's going to happen. The angel is just not there. It's not a passive observer, but an active participant. And so Michael is that presence of God. And when St. Michael shows up, and we hear in the book of Revelation, the archangel Michael battles against the dragon, it is the Lord himself who battles and who wins. We know the other archangel, Gabriel, Gabriel, which means strength of God also. It's the strength of God. Interesting how it would be the Archangel Gabriel who announces unto Mary that strength, which is also the word made flesh, the verbum Dei, in her. He brings that force, that action of God, that strength in our world. There are two others that we rarely hear about. Raphael, or Raphael in English a lot of times we say. Raphael means also the, the, uh, the, the literally the... the I got confused. The health. The health of God. Right. Health of God. And so we hear him 
alluded to already in when Adam and Eve are cast out of paradise, he stands guard at that, at that door of the paradise with the flaming sword, St. Raphael. And so that health of God or that healing of God. And one that's rarely mentioned, but you will see them sometimes. If you go to the Valle de los Caídos in Spain, you'll find four archangels around the altar. And I remember I could tell the three right away, but I didn't remember the fourth one. Fourth one shows up in the apocryphal gospels and in some other apocryphal writings of the early Christians, Uriel. And Uriel means light of God or the light bearer. And so I mean, he's kind of fallen out of this use probably because he didn't make the canonical writings or the canonical scriptures. But in certain tradition had four of these Uriel. Four attributes of the Lord, four things that his messengers bring forth, that strength, that healing, that force, that presence of God, and that light of God as well. May we always remember that we have an angel that looks over us. That angel is that voice of the Lord that we hear and that knows how to communicate and that acts in our life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.